Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Welcome to the Brave, Bold, Brilliant podcast. Jeanette Linfoot here. So lots of people um, over the years have been asking me why I made the transition out of the corporate world into the entrepreneurial world. So I thought it would be useful to kind of take you through that process really, um, how I made the transition and what was important to me in making that move. So, you know, if you're considering a similar move or indeed, I guess, a general change of direction, it doesn't always have to be out of corporate into entrepreneurial. Uh, This could be useful for you. So, you know, after 25 years in the travel industry, and it was an industry which I really loved, I just felt deep down inside there was more to me and that the best of me was yet to come. You know, and I was never one of those people that kind of hated their jobs and wanted to get out of it. You know, I really enjoyed my time uh, running travel businesses and all the various roles that I've had. But, you know, at the ripe old age of 45, um, I just knew there was more more to me uh, that I wanted to pursue. So, you know, some of you uh, listening, this might resonate for you. And if you have those feelings deep down inside that there's, there's more to life and you want to do something different, my advice to you would be absolutely to follow your dreams and pursue that passion. So, you know, I took stock and I assessed what was important in my life. And I came to the conclusion that what I really wanted was more flexibility. I wanted variety, freedom. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to create multiple streams of income for myself, independence, and I really wanted to give back as well. So those were sort of the main things for me that were important. So I took a leap and I made the change. And, you know, where I am now, uh, as you well know, I've got three businesses. So one of which is my advisory business where I work with private equity clients and corporate clients on mergers and acquisitions and strategy. So that's still a connection to my corporate life. um, But I very much run that in the way that I choose who I work with and which deals I work on. The second business I have is with my partner, Chris, which is our property investing business, which we invest in primarily residential properties in Manchester, where I'm from. And my third business is my mentoring business, where I work with individuals on a one-to-one basis to help them achieve their potential in life. That's something I'm incredibly passionate about. And it's a it's a key theme to this podcast, actually. So, you know, that those are the sort of the businesses that I now have. I also have some nascent opportunities. Um, so at the moment, I'm looking at a some non-exec director advisory roles um, um, via the Founders Factory. And I also do a lot, fair bit of pro bono work as well. So I'm an, a judge for every woman in travel, which is all about diversity and inclusion. So I've got a whole bunch of different things that I work on now. And I really do choose to, uh, you know, where I spend my time, who I do business with, and kind of how I want my life to run, really. So if you're thinking of a similar change, I hope this will be useful for you. So the areas that I'm going to cover uh, fall, it, fall into some key areas. The first one is about being clear on your purpose and your vision for yourself. The second one is what options have you got for for that transition? 
Third area, mindset. Fourth area, all about having a strategy and a bit of a plan. Um, the fifth area, the value of education. Sixth area, the importance of your network. How to create a power team. I'm also going to just cover about taking action and just actually getting on and making some changes and doing some stuff. And then I'm just going to touch on social media and why that's quite that's important, but also how it might be an area which you feel less comfortable with coming out of the corporate world. So the first thing I would say, and I guess this stands for anything in life really is, you know, be clear on your purpose, what you want to achieve. If you are going to make a move out of one area into another area, it's massively helpful to just spend that time reflecting what's important to you and what do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? And this can sometimes mean asking yourself some quite big questions. So, you know, for example, you know, what kind of person do you want to become? What legacy do you want to leave for your family and, and your kids? What, you know, what, what are the gaps or in your knowledge or areas that you've always wanted to pursue, but for one reason or another, you've never actually got there? You know, what do you enjoy most? And, you know, what, what are the dreams that you have that you've not fulfilled? And, you know, one, one way I think of looking at it is, you know, what would you want to be written on your gravestone when you finally depart this, this planet? You know, I would say don't think small, you know, have a big vision, aim for the moon and you might get the stars. I'm all for pursuing your dreams, fulfilling your potential and having no regrets. So whatever you decide is right for you, you know, just spend that time um, thinking about those key areas because it will massively help you with whatever transition you do want to make, in particular, if you're making a move out of corporate into more entrepreneurial portfolio. So the second area is what are your options for transition? Now, there is no, no one size fits all here because you might want to just make um, a, a big leap and literally, you know, be in the corporate world one day and then be in the entrepreneurial world the next. So that's one way of doing it, moving from one to another pretty directly. The other way is to transition more gently. And this, again, it really depends what you've defined as what's important to you uh, at this particular point of your life. You know, you might be starting out or you might be at the middle of your career or you might be sort of towards the back end of your career, actually, where what you want to do is get more of a balance between the time that you spend with family um, and in your sort of key life areas versus your, your key income generating tasks and key result areas. So your options for transition, um, you know, aren't binary. There doesn't have to be one or the other. You know, for a lot of people, in fact, it makes sense for some people to be in their corporate world, in their job, um, doing what they like, but at the same time, knowing that longer term, they want to move into having more independence, freedom, and essentially being their own boss. So it's also an option to start something on the side. Now, obviously, there can't be a conflict here. Um, so you have to be a little bit careful and mindful of that. But nonetheless, you know, there are multiple ways in which you could start to gently make a transition rather than it be a jump from one to the other. You know, so if you're in a corporate role, you might want to take on a non-exec director position, for example as a way to start transitioning into that more outside um, world and perspective. So as I say, no one size fits all, but just spend some time thinking about what your options are for, for that transition. 
The third area I want to talk about is mindset and the, you know, just how critical your mindset is when you're making a change like this. And, you know, I firmly believe that with the right mindset, you can achieve absolutely anything in life. You really can. But if you have been in a certain area, in a certain career, whether that's corporate or which is what we're talking about right now, that change can sometimes feel quite daunting. And I don't know if you ever resonate, uh, have these feelings, but, you know, sometimes you can have feelings of, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm a bit scared of failure or uh, I'm not sure that I can be that entrepreneur. I know that I'm good in the corporate world, but do I fit in an entrepreneurial space? Can I do this? And of course, the reality is that you absolutely can. You know, you are good enough and you can achieve anything you want in life, 100 percent. But you have to get yourself in the right mindset. So time is key because if your mind isn't set to this, then the chances are you're just going to procrastinate and actually not take action and do anything. So that's something that I've had to work on. And I've sort of developed what I call my belief system. And, you know, the B stands for being brave, as is, a, you know, one of the key parts of this podcast. You know, just make a step, take that first step. And then the next step after that will become easier. The E is for experience um, or education, actually. So what is the experience that you actually have? And we've got all those years of hard-won experience, which will really give you the confidence to make that move and get in that right mindset. If you haven't got experience in the new area you want to move to, well, then you can fill that gap through education. And we'll talk about that uh, briefly. I would just say the L, love. The L is for love. You have to do what you love in this life. I firmly believe that anyway. If you can find something you're passionate about, you're energetic about, then it doesn't feel like work. It really doesn't. The I of belief is influencers. So think about your network. Think about the people you surround yourself with. And I'm going to touch on that in more detail. The E is for energy, keeping your energy levels high. When you're making a transition like this and you might be having a bit of a wobble with the mindset, actually just make sure you're keeping your energy levels high. You're looking after your, your well-being, both physically and mentally, so that your energy levels are, are, are really high. And then the F is for focus. You know, just do one thing. Don't try and do too much. Don't try and make multiple transitions at the same time. So I really believe that that belief system that I've just taken you can massively help with your mindset. So set your mind and you can really achieve absolutely anything in life. The fourth area is about having a plan. So, you know, you set your vision, you know what your strategy is going to be roughly, um, but you, you now need to back it up with an executable plan because otherwise it's just a nice idea on paper. And it's very important that we take we take action. And this is going to help you because once you have something in a clear direction and you've broken it down into manageable chunks, that all of a sudden starts to feel much more realistically achievable. And that gives you, again, gives you confidence. So I use a seven-step process uh, for, for doing this kind of thing, for strategic planning and putting together an action plan that I know can work for me and that I can deliver against. So the first step of that seven steps is... You might want to get a pen actually and write these down if, you, if you're listening and you're able to write at the same time. The first one is 
you know, what are your strategic options? Scope them out, you know, and then narrow them down to, to probably about three to focus on. The second stage is assess the options that you've got. You know, do your homework, look at the market stats, make sure you're on top of, you know, the pros, the cons, the investment returns of whatever it is that you're trying to transition into. And you might also want to just kind of score against a set of criteria. So, you know, that is really helpful as well because that'll help you narrow it down. And then decide on one. Importantly, pick an option that you're going to go with. The third one is know your numbers. You know, any change or business that you're going to go into, you need to know your numbers so that you've got an idea of, of what you're heading for. And also importantly, I think on this, if you are making that transition over, you need to make sure that from a cash point of view, you've got a bit of wriggle room in an ideal world. It doesn't have to be your own money. It could be someone else's money. But, you know, you need to know how long you can survive whilst you're in startup mode within that entrepreneurial space. So so absolutely being on top of your numbers is key. The fourth thing then is, is putting together an implementation plan, you know, and, and really kind of probably starting starting um, for, and working backwards is, is often a way to do it. Break it down into small individual actions that you can take action on every single day you've got to allocate resources as well and the resources you know some of that will be from your own sort of experience and, and time some of it might be plugging those gaps and making sure that you actually have the right resources lined up for you to move over into the new venture that you're going into and then the sixth thing I'd say is you know regularly measure against your budget and see how you're doing or how you're doing against your action plan um, and just keep reviewing. Do a final review. When you get to a key milestone, review and see what's gone well. What could you have done differently? What could you have done better? And, you know, so so this whole sort of actionable plan, I think, is pretty important. Um, so have a big vision, but put back it up with a clear strategy and an actionable plan. So that's the fourth area. The fifth area I want to talk about now is education and the power of mentors. Now, I 100% believe the best investment you can ever make is in yourself. Now, if you are moving into a new business venture or, as I say, you're coming out of that corporate world into something new and you might have some knowledge gaps, you'll have lots of experience that you've got that you can draw on as well, by the way. So it's important to review that as well and say, well, hang on a minute, what have I already got in my armory, but where are my gaps? So, you know, in terms of actually, you know, plugging those gaps, there's lots of different ways you can do it. Um, and there are five obvious ones, really, uh, that spring to my mind. So the first one is there's loads of free content online. You know, take advantage of information that is readily available so that you can do your research, you can do your planning, and you can really gen up in whichever area that you're moving into. Obviously, I'm a big fan of books. I love I love a book. I love writing notes from, from a business book, and I always learn something. So that's another great source. And then the third area is more formal education. So, you know, for many of us, we're, we're, you know, you might go through a, a more typical education process when you're when you're younger and, you know, school, A-levels, university maybe or college. Um, and it's not not often that you will go back to a formal education scenario to really get deep knowledge. But if you can do that, um, it will 
fast track you to skip to fill those those um, knowledge gaps that you have and then the other area i think is mentors and coaches you know if you can find people that have trodden the path that you want to go on before you then that's a great way of learning from people that have been there before so you know there's a great adage isn't there learn from your own mistakes well, well no why not shortcut that and learn from other people's mistakes actually much more efficient way of doing things and then of course your network you know and uh, I'm going to talk about that in more detail now um, so I firmly believe that your network is your net worth and that is a quote um, which I 100% endorse from one of my mentors Rob Moore and if you think about it you know, if you've been in a particular role or an industry for us for quite a while, you will have a broad network of people, both internally, but also externally, whether it's suppliers or people you've done business with or, you know, colleagues in other businesses, uh, in adjacent sectors, etc. And sometimes when you've been in a role for a while, you don't realise how big your network is. And that was certainly the case for me, you know, and certainly I'd been very well known within the travel industry for all those years of of running travel businesses. Um, But when you're in that moment, you you don't always realise just how wide your network is. Um, So it's a really good thing to do when you're transitioning into a new venture, have a good look at your network. And I I will do more content on this actually in future podcasts because it's an important area. It's a critical area. Um, And networking can sometimes feel a bit strange to people. Uh, Some people love it and they just kind of throw themselves out. They have no issues walking into a room full of strangers and, and striking up a conversation. Other people find it more awkward, in particular, if you're not used to that and you've been in a one organization for a long time, for example. But, you know, I would absolutely say get yourself out there um, because once you do, you'll be amazed how many of those conversations can lead to interesting opportunities. So, you know, don't underestimate the power of your network. And I would always, always be thinking about how can you help the other person first and foremost um, because that's in, that's critical. And I really believe in the law of reciprocity. You know, what goes around comes around. Um, so, you know, it's an important area. So don't, don't kind of neglect that, really. The next area I want to talk about is, is your power team. You know, how do you create the team that's going to be right for you in your new venture? So if you have been in the corporate world for a while or in a job or whichever sort of field you're in, you know, you will find that you've had a team and you've been used to having all of the resources that you need around you and almost kind of not handed to you on a plate exactly because you will have had to recruit and train and and really build that team over time. But nonetheless, it is there in particular in larger organisations. If you're moving into an entrepreneurial space, very often you're just kind of out there and it literally is just you and your laptop. And that can be a very strange, surreal feeling. It certainly was for me. And you think, oh my gosh, where the hell do I start? Oh my gosh. Um, But here's the thing, you know, you just, again, just need to take some time to think about in the context of what you're trying to achieve, what resources do you actually need? What have you already got yourself in your, either in your own experience, knowledge, or in, in people that you have around you already? And where are your gaps? You know, you might be going into this on more entrepreneurial portfolio role with, Uh, a partner, for example, and they will have certain skills. So important to look at that and say, okay, where do our strengths lie? 
who's going to do what, let's allocate responsibilities and, and roles very clearly. Where do we have gaps and therefore where do we need to bring that talent in? And that could doesn't have to be on a full-time basis. It could just be that you draw on those areas of expertise as and when you need them. Um, I would suggest that one of the key roles that you recruit, if you know, after yourself moving into this uh, new world of, of portfolio entrepreneurial is get yourself a really good VA or a PA. Um, because that will take away a lot of the hassle, a lot of the admin, a lot of the diary work and all that kind of stuff. It's going to, rele- it's going to release you up to focus on the, the more challenging aspects. Um, so, yeah, so, so build your power team. You know, there's this saying, isn't there? If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And I think that's absolutely right, in particular when you are setting out on a new venture and transitioning from one world to another world. So then let's talk about taking action because all of this sounds wonderful, but it only works if you actually do something. Um, and sometimes things hold us back. You know, how often have you said to yourself that, oh, you know, I want to make this move. I've been thinking about, you know, moving out of my job or my current role into something new. And you might have been talking about that for for months, for years, even in some cases. So, you know, it's great to have a plan, great to have a strategy. I've thought about your resources, but then you have to do something. You have to take action, stop procrastinating um, and just get on and make the move. And equally, if you find that you're in a position where you want to start something, you're not actually going to keep doing the role you're doing now, but you want to start something else on the side. Sometimes that can be a bit harder because you haven't got a burning platform as such. You know, you've got your role where you, you're, you're staying and you're transitioning over time into something new. Um, so, you know, you might not actually get around to taking the action. So you have to carve out time in your diary for the new things. So compartmentalizing your diary so that you can take action in the right areas is so critical. I cannot emphasize it enough um, because if you don't take action, nothing happens. But once you take that first step and then you, the next step and you're, you're, you're moving against the plan that you've set, that you've broken down into these small deliverables, small milestones, all of a sudden that will gather momentum and you'll realize that you've actually done quite a lot, but you just have to start, <laughs> you know, and I think there's a, there's a great um, uh, mindset, if you like, that Tony Robbins, who's, a, who's an American coach, if you've ever come across him, he talks about, and he says, you know, what standards do you set yourself? Because the standards that you set yourself, you raise your bar, you will naturally raise all of the activity as well. You know, you are what you believe you are. So, you know, don't you, but your, your shoulds need to turn into musts. You know, because a lot of people will say, oh, I should do this. I could have done that. I would have done that. But they don't. So you absolutely have to get to the point where your shoulds become musts and then you will take action because you're absolutely compelled to do so. And I think it's about creating new rituals, new routines. If you've come out of a world where your day has been quite well defined, for example, and you have a certain structure and rhythm to your day, and then all of a sudden you're you're foisted into or you, you choose to put yourself into um, a creative void, if you like, of this new entrepreneurial world, 
you've got to find new rituals. You have to put new routines into place because otherwise the time will disappear and you won't you won't move forward. So having rituals is something that has been really important to me. It's helped me move forward with with my business ventures for sure. But it is quite strange at first when you when you make that transition because sometimes when you make a move out of corporate to entrepreneurial when you're in the corporate world you crave the freedom the flexibility the choice that having an entrepreneurial portfolio gives you and then when you get to have that all of a sudden you go, oh my god where do I start I really want some structure and you almost can't believe you're saying it to yourself but those rituals and uh, creating a new structure that become consistent 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 means that you've got new habits and you've set you know to achieve the goals that you want now and that power of momentum once you get going with something it really does gather pace so you have to persevere don't give up you just keep going you know and life doesn't happen to you it happens for you but you have to take action and this is absolutely critical so whatever it is you want to achieve in the, in life in this new phase for you you've got to go out and make it happen and you'd have to stop bullshitting yourself stop making excuses or blaming other people you know just take massive action you can absolutely do this um the final piece i want to talk about in this transition from one world into the next is social media and now for some of you you know the thought of engaging in social media might fill you with horror and dread um certainly i always felt when i was in the corporate world that that actually you know, social media, I didn't have time for social media. And I was very kind of conscious of the brand that I was representing the position I was in. So you are a bit more restricted, I would say you have to be very conscious of that. And in particular, if you're um, in a listed business, where you, you're answerable to the city and the shareholders, essentially, so that can come with more restrictions than when you are your own boss, when you're your own boss, you, you can do what you want, essentially, as long as you're you know, not hurting anyone and you're operating within the law. But if you want to be very active on social media and you've got your own business, you can choose to do that. And I think for me, it's been a massive learning curve, actually, how powerful social media really is and what it can do for your business. But if you're making that shift out of the corporate world or um, a role where you've been in a business for quite a long time and it's not been your thing, then you kind of need to get out of your own way and just grab those opportunities. I would say get yourself educated. In my um, case, I went on a two-day social media training course, which was great because it just gave me, you know, the basics. I could understand it more. And, you know, if I can understand something, I feel much more comfortable with that. So, you know, the whole piece about social media has, has been incredible for me. It's absolutely transformed my businesses um, in terms of lead generation, engaging with people, providing content that's useful, raising your profile, building a personal brand. You know, that's the other thing, actually, to consider when you when you do make a transition like this, you know, if you've been working for a well-known uh, company or business that has a strong brand, you are naturally associated with that if you're in a certain role. Whereas when you start out on your own, you almost have to establish your credibility. And of course, you've got all of those years of experience behind you, which is great, but you've now got a chance to really position yourself how you want to externally without any constraints um, around you. 
you. So social media can massively help you do that as well. So don't be afraid of social media, uh, but do, you know, the main thing is provide content that's compelling, useful and informative for people and be consistent. You know, it's much better to post less regularly um, but to do it consistently because then people know to, that they expect to engage with you um, in a certain way and that you're being really helpful and you're able to, to drive business that way as well. So whether you like it or not, I'm afraid to tell you, social media is absolutely you know, embedded into, into today's world. So we need to get over that. But do what's right for you. You know, the key is you know, find the right balance for you, find the right platforms. I tend to focus on LinkedIn and Facebook. I do a bit on Instagram, but I also have my VA that will help me with repurposing content as well. Uh, and that has massively helped me. So, you know, I think this, as you make this transition, there are so many opportunities for you. And I really hope that those areas that I've gone through in terms of the experience I've had uh, will be helpful for you. If you would like to have a chat about any of that in more detail, I am more than happy to do so. You know where I am. So just remember, you can achieve anything you want in life. You know, be clear on your purpose, set your mindset, use all the tools you have available to you, take massive action, and then you can achieve absolutely amazing things. So, you know, go out there, be brave, be bold, and be brilliant. Take care.